0: You really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. Gotta tell you, just speaking to the people here, they're fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their
1: income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. But I can tell you that um, you are mission focused, I know you're purpose focused, and, and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with uh, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you are having an awesome day and that you're a loan officer and you have found Next Level here. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to our podcast. We have many, many episodes you can check out. Uh, You can uh, check out our website nextlevello.com and get all that great information. If you're a long-time listener, well then welcome back. We've got another exciting episode for you uh, today and we're going to be sharing some awesome uh, tips and information and hearing from uh, an amazing originator who's also uh, an OG with the uh, Next Level crew as well. Hey, just want to throw this reminder out before we get started. If you're interested in learning more about Next Level, you can check out BecomeNLLO.com. Again, BecomeNLLO.com. Check us out. You can get access to all of our cool marketing stuff, all of our information. That's 197 bucks a month. It's an unbelievable deal. And uh, we'll give you that web address at the end. As well. But here we are today, Sean Z on with me. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Kellen. Another it's good to new- see you. Well, tell us uh tell us what is in store for
0: our podcast listeners today. So man, it's it's another beautiful episode where we get to talk and share everything that makes you and I the two best coaches in next level. Yes. Um, so you know, pretty pretty typical podcast. But yep. no, today we we are joined. Uh by the man Jeff Lagoni. So uh Jeff owns uh about 75% of Pennsylvania <laughs> and three and ninety percent of Pittsburgh at this point. Um Jeff's been Jeff, how long have you been in the mortgage business for?
2: Since 2001. Uh wow. this should be 20 years.
0: So I man, I think I've known Jeff for seven-ish years now, and it'd been real easy. 13, 10 years ago for Jeff to just continue doing the, the same thing that he was doing. And, and man, it's really easy for a lot of us who are stuck in our ways to continue doing things the same way uh, that we're doing them. But Jeff has made a few pivots in his business and uh, has built a monster team. So when we talk about different ways, like, you know, you can be a one man band, you can do it all yourself. Uh, you can build a, build a branch and have a lot of loan officers working with you. And, you know, sometimes the more people, the more headaches, if you don't have it managed, right. Or you can build a mega team where you probably make more money than everybody else, um, I don't know. I don't see Jeff's W2, but I know he closes a <laughs> lot of loans and you can set it up to where you have a lot of freedom. Your people love you. And you close a whole lot of loans without talking to, to very many clients and really just massaging the relationships with realtors. And you get so many at bats at getting new realtors because you close so many transactions that you just get to work them inside of there. And that is, that's the man that we have here today. And you know if you're looking at, if you're struggling or if you're working too much, or if you just want to have a little more freedom in your life and you want to know how to really run a business and dial in a team, Jeff, there's few people I know that have done it better than you. Does that, does that sum you up pretty well?
2: Uh, it's, it sounds like you're talking about somebody else, but, uh, I'll take
0: it. (laughs) He's humble too. Yes. Yeah
1: humble man <coughs> right. well so jeff you know I, I, jeff's been a like i mentioned a long time uh part of next level and we we appreciate you for that and everything you've contributed and i know you uh, you've coached and you and you've helped a lot of loan officers kind of maybe see things a little differently but for those of you that are listening or for the audience that's listening here jeff that may not know you um Give us kind of a little background of of who you are and your business, and then uh, I want to ask you a couple questions about your team and uh, how you guys operate
2: Good deal um, so for me personally, coming out of high school, uh, the first thing I did was get my pilot license so i you know I thought nice. uh you know right out of the gate, a pilot works fourteen days a month and they make a, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I thought that was a good gig, um, especially growing up with. The way i grew up like so my dad was an iron worker my mom who's 83 years old still works at a grocery store wow. as a cashier and um and uh, having i think nine of us living in a three-bedroom house and uh you know i thought two hundred thousand dollars a year working 14 days a month how do you beat it and the first flight i took was at two o'clock in the morning flying cans of i don't know what to uh uh ohio and flying over west virginia there's no lights and i started dozing off And I said, man, this just isn't for me. So I go and I get a degree in computer information systems and become a computer programmer for seven years. And again, sitting in a cube, uh, working from six in the morning to three in the afternoon, figuring out code, not talking to anybody, uh, realized that wasn't for me either. So after 9-11 hit, uh, 75% of the developers, which was me and my department, got laid off um, because we were actually – uh, writing and developing code, um, and I worked on a work management system that was going mobile computing, and this is back in 2001 uh, for the Ministry of Defense. And they canceled the contract, and we got we got laid off. So I get into the mortgage world, and it fits me perfectly. And uh, <clears throat> so I start working in the mortgage world. And from 2001 to 2007 was a struggle. Um, you know, those days were. You know, I know there were a lot of loan officers killing it back then. It really, wasn't. I was just learning the business. And back then, everybody cowboyed up, right? There were no training systems. There were nobody to teach you how to do loans. You just, you were just winging it.
1: You know, Ken Travis says during that time, his mentor told him to fake it until you make it. (laughs) He said, that's the only training I got.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it, right? The account executives coming into your office, uh, trying to solicit loans, you know, maybe they'd show you a couple of things. But just kept swinging. And uh, I don't know that I made more than, um, $18,000 a year for the first few years. And I don't know that I broke 48,000 for the first probably seven years. Mm. Um, cause I just kept helping friends and family and, you know, coming from the background I did, I wasn't a sales guy and I felt, um, I was giving everything away. And so, uh, at that point I had touched enough people that I got so busy that by t- 2014, I was working around the clock. Mm. So there just wasn't enough time in a day. I would start at seven in the morning and I would work until three in the morning. And, you know, I got married in 2014 and after being married for a few months, my wife came downstairs at three o'clock in the morning and she goes, what are you doing every night until three o'clock in the morning? And I'm like, I'm working. Right. So I'm sending emails. Um, I'm following up with agents. I'm sending out pre-approval letters and uh, she goes, you need help. And so at that point is when I started getting coached.
1: And that's awesome. So let's, so that was 2000, you said 14. Yep. So let's, Let's take a trip through the time hop here and fast forward to twenty 2020, twenty. Twenty twenty one. My goodness. So give us a little kind of a visual of what your team looks like today.
0: <clears throat> well how, first, how many how many nights a week you work until three in the morning now?
1: Zero. Oh. So so we've made a change. We've how many nights are you working past six o'clock?
2: Should be zero, but I just like to work. So sometimes I do, but the I, it could be zero. So right now we're, right now we're making some adjustments, um, for 2021. So sometimes I am working past six, but it's a choice. It's not a have to. Yep.
1: Well, that's, that's, that's it. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's a choice. I love that. You know, it's like, man, I'm I'm choosing to, it's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Everything's
0: fun. Yep.
2: Well, the other thing is like, you know, during those days I felt like I was on house arrest. Right. And I didn't even commit the crime. Mm -hmm. And and it wasn't, the drive wasn't money or making more money. The drive was my reputation. I just didn't want to let people down. Yeah. And so when I built a team, I don't want anybody on my team on house, house arrest either. So, you know, as on it, as the team goes, there's nobody going from seven in the morning to three in the morning, seven days a week either. Um, and we've implemented some really cool ways um, to respect our time and have balance.
1: I love that. Okay. So map out for us kind of the team players.
2: So, the team players um you know we call her our secret weapon is our team coordinator and um and she's the director of first impression she's the one that um you know everybody loves her, and so she's the one she helps everybody on a team she helps every aspect of the loan um and she also communicates with uh the agents and the customers as well so there's the team coordinator, and then there's three loan partners uh these are the the people that really know guidelines um that are problem solvers, that know how to structure the loans and uh, and figure things out. And then we have uh, one processor.
0: So, Jeff, for a frame of reference, like, do you, you remember how many loans you closed in 2014?
2: I do, right? So, like uh, I think it was 2013, I did 133 loans, uh-huh. but then I hired one person without being coach, and I took a 35% pay cut, and the next year, I think I closed 94 because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know... How to hire, who to hire, like I was hiring elephants to climb trees, um, so that you know another reason to get coached
0: and then so like the I mean 2020, 2019, what it would were you closing then roughly?
2: 2020 we did three hundred sixty four units. Wow, yep, good for you, yep,
1: yep. that's a loan a day. I we mean, took, dude, you missed it by Christmas one, off.
0: man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> was it a leap year last year? Was we,
1: just, we just took Christmas
0: off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So I love this. And if you're listening, man, this is this is great stuff. This Jeff's a real guy. Like, we were, he's not a, an article you're reading about. He's not like a, you know, figment of your imagination that you, you know, that we're, Describing like Jeff's a real guy. He's up in Pittsburgh. He's got this team. He's closing 364 loans um, and he's doing it with three LPs, a processor and a team coordinator, which is awesome. So so in that process or in, in that team setup, Jeff, uh, two questions for you. First is what what's your role in that in that team?
2: So my role has switched. Right. So instead of the the uh, my clients are now my team. Right. So how do I make their lives better? How do I give them the tools to stay in their fast lane, in their happy place longer, um, doing what they love to do, and then, um, and then building around that, and then creating relationships with referral partners. So my job now is to meet with my team. Uh, we meet Monday through Thursday at 9.30 in the morning, and we cover um, you know, what's hot right now, with the, the files we are working on, um, what can we do better. Um, it's an open dialogue there's there's no boss on the team, so no one 's answering to anybody um it's a collaborative effort and i can't say I built this team. I mean, we built this team right so the you know we got people on this team that joined me when we first started building it in two thousand and fifteen, so it 's ours right it's not mine and um and so we just we just share like how do, how do we move how do we adjust a little bit and the one analogy we always use is um you know if a plane takes off from Pittsburgh heading to San Diego. It's off course almost 100% of the time, but that pilot's always making small adjustments to get it to its destination. So we're, you know, clarity is power, and that's what you guys teach at Next Level. So we're clear on what our goals are, and we just keep making those small adjustments or or sharpening our ax every day uh, just to get better and better.
1: Man, I love that. So, So I think for a lot of loan officers who are listening... You know, one of the things that we hear from from them a lot is is it's hard to give up that control, right? Now, I, I didn't hear you say that you take applications, that you pull credit, that you run to you, that you chase down page five of the bank statement. So, is it safe to say that you have somebody, a loan partner, a licensed loan partner, that does those activities for you? Or yeah. You-
2: And and here's the other thing, right? So the one thing you have to be okay with. Well, I was at a point in my life where I think I quit the mortgage industry five times. Like I'm out. Like I'm not doing this. I'm gonna go back to bartending. I'm gonna go back to doing something other than loans because I I just can't do it anymore. And I, you know, I want to be a five star husband. I just got married. I have to be a five star daddy uh, for you know my son and my stepdaughter because I you get one chance to raise these kids right. And uh, if you don't do it right the first time, they're coming back with kids. So uh
1: so yeah right. well so, so yeah so so for these loan officers I don't mean to cut you off here I, yeah. but I just want to I want to make a point because I think this is really important and if you're if you're listening to this you might again still be kind of thinking this. So Jeff didn't say he does any of these things but these LOs out there are in their minds thinking, well, I I would never trust somebody else to do it. I have to be the one that talks to that borrower. I have to be the one that pulls credit. I've got to double check DU. So what would you say to that LO that uh, that might have that mentality?
2: Well, the, so you have to, so the thing I heard when I was getting coached is if they can do it 80% as good as you do, it's okay, no. right? And so the other part is you have to give people permission to fail. Like none of us are perfect. We weren't perfect when we first started. You're not going to have somebody who's perfect when they first join your team. And so you just have to be supportive. You have to encourage the mistakes because if they're not making mistakes, they're not even trying. And so the mistakes are a welcome thing. It's a teaching moment. It's a growing moment. So as long as they can do it 80% as good as you can, it's okay. Well, the other part of that is after you start hiring people, you'll realize they're probably better than you are if you hire the right people. Mm. And so you know, I had an agent early on that said, listen, it's going to always have to be you. Like Jeff, if it's not you, we're not gonna do business together. I'm like, Well, I'm sorry, but that guy's gone. He's not gonna be here anymore. And then full circle, two years later, she calls me up and says, Hey, I got some bad news for you. And I'm like, What's up? And she goes, Your team is ten times better than you ever were, solo. (laughs) Right. So like I'll take that. Like my loan partner, my loan partner, he's a problem solver. He knows guidelines better than I know guidelines. He gets things done that I couldn't even think about getting done. The team coordinator, I mean, she's gone on coffee appointments with me to meet agents. Man, we're into the conversation for five minutes and they're talking about how do you create smoky eyebrows? I don't yeah. know how to do smoky eyebrows, yeah. right? But she's doing the coffee appointment better than I am. And uh, so you'll be surprised that when you when you know how to hire and you know what you're looking for, um, you'll hire people that are actually better
0: than you. So Jeff, you said something and I, and I kind of want to share a story because it's uh, it's a lot right. how we work and I, I want to see how we both got to the same conclusion. So whenever we bring somebody on in the office, like we let them know, like, you're going to make mistakes. In fact, like we're, we're not doing our job if you're not making mistakes because we're too busy to teach and train you on everything. But we, we have one rule. And that rule is whenever you make a mistake, you bring it to our attention. Because if you make the mistake three times, I don't care if you were trained on it or not, it's your fault. You make the mistake once, 99 percent of the time it's our fault or you just we we didn't explain it right and we can always correct that and, and what i have found is that the more that i empower people to make mistakes the less mistakes they actually make because they, they know that we have our back and so like what did you know you you were mentioning that and, and i think it is so important or anybody who's building a team to really grasp that concept, and like, did you did you have that philosophy when you started building the team, or what changed, or how did you get to that point?
2: Well, I'm going to say I didn't do it on purpose in the beginning. You know, in the beginning, when I hired a loan partner and he said he could take a 1003, I said, "I'm out. I'll see you later." I left. Yeah. I was so done with mortgages. I left for a month, um, and he put 23 loans on the books for a month. We missed every commitment date, and we missed every co- closing date, um, and so that's okay, right? And then we worked through it. So at first, it was just I was done, and then he, you know he took ownership of it. But now we encourage it, right? So we're like, look, come on, like you're gonna make mistakes. You should be making mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're not trying. And so we encourage it now. And then that Monday through Thursday morning meeting is so powerful. So we get on that call and we say, okay, let's talk. Like how to go. What do you, you, know, what did you trip up on? How can we help? And then the team helps. So uh, we encourage that now.
1: You know, I find that uh, we do some of those um, huddle calls as well, kind of pipeline calls. It's amazing how, you know, you can get somebody, a loan partner or even a processor that's working on a file and they just get tunnel vision, you know, and they can't see past it. Or there's something <clears> that's really tripped them up and you take it to the group and you take it to somebody like yourself who's been in the business for, you know, Nineteen years and uh, twenty years, and uh, all of a sudden you can you can problem solve as a group and get that deal, get that deal across the finish line. I love that. So you know, I think just kind of to kind of wrap to put a bow around this. If you know, if you're a loan officer listening, and, and Jeff, I got to tell you too, like I, I take so much away from what you talk about. I mean, we we all I think pick up nuggets, and 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 you've just become an amazing example. Of that type of a model, that that you know, we kind of call it the mega loan officer, right? Like you, you're one LO, but with an amazing team. Uh, We had another gentleman on our podcast a few months back, Nash Paradise. It's a great episode. If you haven't heard that one, go check that one out. If you're listening, Um, you guys run very similar operations, and and it it's no coincidence that you're also both extremely successful. So, you know, I always kind of learned by following others, and uh, rather than creating and blazing my own trail, I, uh, you know, I was like, man, I'm just going to follow this blueprint that Sean Z had put out there or Jeff or Ken or whoever else. I, no reason to go reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to do what they did and maybe I'll tweak it a little bit along the way. So
0: well, if you're listening is to this, Ellen, is, is you actually followed Ken's and had success.
1: <laughs> right yeah despite uh you know despite his blueprint yeah so you know you, listen if you're a loan officer you're out there and you're struggling with some of these things or, or you're like me or you're like jeff was back in the day and you're like man i'm spinning my wheels i'm working 18 hours a day i'm working way too much i'm not seeing my family all of those things and yet i'm not moving the needle because i certainly felt that way jeff you and i have talked about that you know it's like man i'm working i'm working a ton and i just I can't seem to get to the next plateau, the next point. You know, I'd really encourage you if you're listening to this, you're not a part of Next Level, it's a great opportunity to join. In fact, Jeff's a coach uh, here at Next Level, so you can actually uh, bend his ear a little bit once you become a member and uh, talk to him about building a team, and, and he'd be more than happy to connect with you on that. Uh, and you just go to become in Ocom Again, become in com. You can sign up and have uh, immediate access today. Jeff, as always, my man, it is so good to see you. Um, from the bottom of my heart, we appreciate you. We appreciate everything you've done for next level and as well as the, uh, loan officer community at large. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate
2: you having me. Thank you.
1: And Sean Z as always great to connect with you and co-host another uh, episode of the number one, listen to loan officer podcast. So we, uh, I could be more proud, and I appreciate you, Sean. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Have a great day. See
0: See you.